Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Small Wins Podcast. I'm Dan. This is Ian. Uh, we are visiting, we are revisiting non-negotiables today. Last time on the show, we just talked about the philosophy and the practice, maybe the strategies of non-negotiables. And one of our champs asked for Ian to dive into his non-negotiables. We thought we'd set aside some time today for him to actually uh, list those out. We're going to talk about why he selected those for and the implementation of them and what type of success is coming from those. So I'm going to give the floor to you, Ian. Thanks, Dan. No problem, dude. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, everyone's non-negotiable list should emulate a different set of things. I think that a lot of times people approach them from two directions. You either like realize that you want some non-negotiables for your life mm-hmm. from a personal perspective, or you want some non-negotiables for your life from a professional perspective. And what happens is after you kind of put them into practice, you find that they're supporting both sides of the fence. And so my list of five, uh, which I don't think started at five, it was way less than that. Uh, They change, right? But this is my current five, like right now. So my first one is every morning I get up, I uh, have a cup of coffee. uh, Coffee's not on the non-negotiable list, but maybe (laughs) if you've seen how irritable I am after not having a cup of coffee, maybe it should be. But suffice it to say, during that period of time, it takes me to drink that cup of coffee. I do a little bit of journaling and i uh read about stoicism i'm doing the the daily stoic uh workbook uh i've done that uh, at least twice already it's good there's a different small bit of reading every every single day for all 365 days i thought that after i did it the first time i wasn't gonna be able to do it again but going through it a second loop you know i don't even remember what days what studies were on which day you know what i mean so mm, it's been an mm-hmm. interesting experience get to like, walk through that so that's kind of how i start my day if I don't do that in the morning, I find myself stricken with, you know, more anxiety than I think I regularly have. And I also subsequently enter into my day feeling less productive, less mm. capable of executing my laundry list of tasks that I feel like I got to do. Or maybe I don't have that laundry list of tasks, but when I show up and I meet my first firefighting activity, if you will, um, I feel less prepared for that. Mm. But, so that helps me essentially just deal with my mindset. For the morning right so yeah if you're if you don't want to read about stoicism or do the daily stoic like guy that's cool do something that helps you set up your mindset right so that's my first that's my first daily non-negotiable my second one is a strategy called five texts a day and i've been doing this for probably three or four years now and the reason why was i had a mentor just tell me that he did it and it was really helpful for him and i thought that seems like a really easy thing to chew off of And so I'll start there. So this is actually the first of the non-negotiable things that I committed to uh, back in the day when I started adding these and um, it's still going strong. So what does five texts a day mean? Well, so in my world of sales, I am constantly trying to connect with strategic partners to help me create additional like uh, referral sources. And so what I uh, did with five texts a day is I started just opening my phone. I started at A, and I walked down my contact list and committed to texting five people on that list every single day. Now, most of the time they had no clue. I had no clue really what I was even talking to them about other than, you know what, this person's in my phone. And if they're in my phone, then I got their cell phone number from them at some point in time. So it is not an awkward thing for me to text them. I need to get out of my own way and just start messaging people and asking them how they're doing and just making connections and having that conversation lead it to a spot where I could talk to them about the fact that I was now running this like mortgage team. And, mm. you know, so if those of you that don't know a ton about my past, I 
I had been running a distillery startup for a number of years and then moved into uh, the mortgage space. And those things don't necessarily have a really smooth transition <laughs> here. So like a ton of people that knew me from the distillery world and they had zero concept that I like even had been investing in real estate, even though I had been doing so, you know, even predating the distillery. And so doing five texts a day put me on this path that was manageable for me to reach out to people, just connect with them and ask them. I would just literally, this is, I mean, literally the silliest question. So I was just like text them like, Hey, how's it going? Was thinking about you today. You know, hope that you have like a great day. Some people just ghosted you. There's no like, you know, whatever, that's fine. Other people would be like, yeah, man, hey, thanks so much. Like blah, blah, blah. And then I would just say, okay, you know, it's been a little bit since we chatted. What are you up to these days? Most people, when you ask them that question, if they've had a change in their professional life since you last spoke to them, they just share that, right? So they're like, oh yeah, man, things are going good. I got two kids and now I'm a, you know, CFO at this place or I'm, I'm working in construction or, you know, I, you know, whatever. They, they answer their like thing. And then that just gave me a platitude to be like, yeah, that's really awesome. I um, got a little bit of a change for myself. You know, now I'm doing mortgages and like blah, blah, blah. If you want to catch up sometime, you know, do that. Otherwise, you know, keep me top of mind and uh, I'll do the same thing for you. A referral network from doing that too. Because then I had a heart, I had a pulse on like where everyone was doing and what they were doing. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as I started walking through the five texts a day, you know, whatever, four days ago, so 20-ish people backwards, someone had said like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm working for this really great uh, electrician company now, right? So I don't know, somehow it would come up in context, 20 people into the future. Yeah, you know, it's great. We're remodeling this house and like da, 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 right? So it gave me a chance to be like, oh yeah, did you, I've got this guy. I, he just joined this new electric company. He's really good. If you need any help with like, you know, your electric work, let me know. I'll, you know, connect the dots for you. Funny thing is, is that even if I wasn't doing a sales, like professional type of role, Mm -hmm. I think I'll continue to do five texts a day because it puts me in a position where I'm staying top of mind with my social like influence circles. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's a level of currency for you, y mm -hmm. you know, your ability to just reach into your, your Rolodex and, and talk to people. Yeah. So that's my second, that's my second non-negotiable is send five texts a day. After you go through your ABC list <laughs> through your phone, you know, you can make a, a tighter concatenated list. I've gone through, periods of time where I've been like, I don't know, I'm only going to talk to strategic partners for a bit, just made a master list and mm. went through five, you know, there or whatever, but uh, you can shop up your list however you want. As long as, as long as you feel like the conversations are helping you move the needle of your business forward. Mm. And if you're, mm -hmm. if you're early stage and you, you really need to drum up business, then like only text people that, you know, you know, can like move your business forward like that. You know, that's a deeper conversation that we can have at like a different time about you know, yeah, uh, appreciation, cool. like marketing, right. And, and the ways with which like, do you need deals right now? Are you playing the long game? Uh, are you, or are you doing both? Right. It's difficult to yeah. have a conversation with someone and try to project that you're playing this like long game when really, you know, that you want like immediate, like sales, people see right through that. So understanding wh where you're kind of at on that map kind of changes the way that you communicate through five texts a day, but, but make no mistake. If you can commit to sending five texts a day, uh, it will have a positive impact in significantly more ways than just your professional life. And so that's why it's on my non-negotiable list. Some people that I follow and learn from, they kind of talk around the five texts a day thing, maybe not from a sales perspective, but a mindset and a gratitude perspective. How like yeah. maybe if utilizing your network isn't top priority, perhaps it's a practice of gratitude. There's plenty of scientific research that talks about the power that gratitude has on our mindsets. I also think that it puts you in this position where you got to, you have to keep thinking of new content, mm -hmm. right? Like you got to keep thinking of new ways to like connect with people. 
And I think from like a micro commitment perspective, we talk about making micro commitments to yourself a lot. That when you know you're going to send out five texts a day, you kind of, you get to a point where you have to like get out of your own way and just be human because you, you can't come up with a million different smart ways of trying to reach out to people over text message. At some point you come to the clarity of, Hey, everyone else is like a normal person, just like I'm a normal person. And so subsequently we have a lot of things in common and you can start a conversation with anyone over that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you honor the conversation enough, there will come a point in time where it makes sense for you to, to step in the direction of maybe asking specifically for business or just notifying them that you're in that new field. Right. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So that's my, that's my second non-negotiable for the day. And my third one is uh, leave by 5 PM. My job, at all of the different roles that I play, the different hats that I wear, I find myself in a different location so many times during the week. I'm like, garbage at getting home on time and supporting my wife with like the kids and more importantly because i'm always in a unique different spot it's impossible for me to recognize like how long it take me to get home and so i just kind of have this rule that i leave every day by five o'clock and it means that i'm never home later than six which is enough time for me to get home help my wife with the kids eat dinner with them and help them do their own little like evening routine. And when we first had kids, I was super bad at this. It became this massive strain on my relationship. This is a super simple thing to do that makes a huge impact for my family. That's why it carries that level of like weight. I, you know, in my back in the day when I was as an engineer working all these like government contracts, I worked with so many military uh, men and women and they always have these like hilarious one-liners that they all learned in boot camp. It was all, you know, buried into their brain through the process of going through like boot camp. And one of those quotes was, if it's stupid and it works, it's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I always thought that like, that's actually, there's actually like a ton of wisdom in that. So this non-negotiable for me, right? Like just leave by five. It feels like a really stupid thing sometimes because it's like, oh, you know, whatever, five minutes more, maybe the, maybe the sales happens or mm-hmm. whatever it is that I'm di- dialed into. Like, can't I just like wait for five more minutes? Or I'll just, that's the example, right? But like, this feels so stupid. I'm like leaving by five and, and uh, it feels stupid. It feels stupid. It feels simple, but it works. My fourth one is also kind of another personal, personal one for my family. But I try to make sure that I communicate to an extended family member every single day through text message or a phone call or something. And, you know, Dan, when you meet or a podcast, (laughs) you don't count. You're not on the list anymore. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But for most of my adult life, I have lived away from my immediate family. A lot of the, a lot of things that are based in like stoicism are really about that. uh, You don't, you don't get to control how people react and behave but you can control yourself. And I don't have great relationships with everyone in my immediate family. That's not what the point of this podcast is, but suffice to say that like, irrespective of how that like actually pans itself out in like the long run, I'm, I made a commitment to myself a few years ago to make sure that I showed up in those relationships, regardless of what the potential outcome was going to be. And so every single day on my non-negotiable list, I make sure that I reach out to an extended family member just to say hi, check in, tell them I'm thinking about them, you know, something simple. I don't have to have a huge conversation. I just try to make, you know, an effort to try to like reach out. And the success that I've had with that is deepening relationships with a lot of these, with a lot of those, those people. That's an easy one for me to do, honestly, because it pretty much just happens around the same time I do my five texts a day. (laughs) And, uh, but at the same time, you know, the five texts are really more focused around me, you know, trying to drum up business, make sure that I'm staying in touch with my social uh, influence, like circles, right. And then, the other one is um, for, for family oriented like purposes. 
My final one, which I actually added just a few months ago, as you as you add things to your non-negotiable, it's like you have to start at five. Like I said, I started with just one. It was just the just the five texts today. That grew into me being able to message a, an extended family member. Then I realized I needed to commit to myself getting home on time because kids kept showing up in my life, right? I'm, obviously, I'm a huge part of the fact that they were showing up. Then that kind of changed and that kind of destroyed my mornings, right? I, mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you don't have responsibilities, it's easy to wake up and like get dialed in for the day. You don't have anything, you know, distracting you. But you get, put enough kids in the scenario and I needed to figure out a way to make sure that I had my mindset right before I went to the office. And so that added a fourth to the list. And so finally, I'm, I've added this fifth one here uh, recently. My days, I've gotten to the point where I have most of my day time blocked and it's scheduled with predetermined activities that have been set weeks in advance. And I have been doing that for so long that even people that I communicate with over a text message in the, te- in the five texts a day, right? Like I had a call, I had a message with a, um, a, a past client like last week. We haven't caught up in a bit and just texting them. And they were like, hey, man, I know you're really busy. Let's, ca- let's grab lunch you know, in two weeks, <laughs> like he even knew like to like do that to me. I'm like, all right, cool. Well, that does mean though, that Thursday, you know, two weeks from now, my noon to one o'clock slot is full. Mm-hmm. And at some point you get to the, you get to that stage where like, I could probably look at my calendar right now and realistically tell you that I'm probably like three or four weeks out scheduled pretty solid. And so because of that, I miss calls all day long and I've got automated text messages in my phone so that I can like send a response like right away. Mm-hmm. There's something that I'm like working on, which is why this extra non-negotiable came up, popped up. And this is what the non-negotiable is. And I'll kind of explain why in a second. But my non-negotiable is between 4 and 5 p.m. So before I'm supposed to leave for the day, I make a concerted effort to follow up on all of my missed text messages and phone calls. And the reason is, is I've had a handful of experiences over the past year Mm -hmm. where I have become aware that I was creating micro commitment to my clients and my strategic partners unknowingly, and I wasn't following through. And at first I thought, well, man, I get all these phone calls all the time. I'm going to set up this automated text message response. But you guys don't know how to do that, do it right now. And I would implore you in one of those automated messages to embed your calendar link so that they can schedule on your call. That works fantastic for me, right? That's smart. Like if someone's calling me, I have no idea who it is. I just message the things like, this is all it says. Hey, this phone call is really important to me. I really want to catch up with you. I apologize that I couldn't answer the phone. I don't want to play a game of phone tag. I'm on the other line with a client right now and I need to honor that time with them. Do me a favor, check out your calendar and mine. Find a time slot that works for you. And I'll make sure that I've got a dedicated 30 minutes to chat with you then. And then it's a link to my calendar link. So many of my meetings are scheduled through that. I don't have to coordinate like time scheduled syncing mm-hmm. with people. Or it's just such an annoying, yeah. are you free on Thursday? Are you free on Thursday? Are you free on Thursday? <laughs> so yeah, so I embedded Calendly in there. And I thought that that was sufficient. But not everyone always scheduled a call. So that didn't always like work. Or sometimes people wouldn't even respond. Or some people would be like, yeah, man, no worries. Just call me back later. Right. Like, that like, the, that's not the point. You know, it's difficult to set the appropriate boundaries there. Mm-hmm. And you got to think about every moment that you're experienced, especially in a service oriented environment, you are your brand. Mm-hmm. And the experience that the customer gets or the client gets or the strategic partner gets this, whoever it is that's trying to reach out to you. If they are in some way, shape or form related to something that you want to get done or the future of your business, it's important that you, even in that moment, brand yourself appropriately. So I don't mean just like your text message shows up yellow because that's the color of your company. (laughs) But like if your brand is rooted in integrity, a solid promise, and you talk about speed 
all the time, like closing deals or like whatever, you know what I mean? Or all, mm-hmm. constant availability, that kind of stuff. People understand you're human. Like it's not, a, it's not an odd thing to call someone today and have you be on the phone. But if you're going to present to them an opportunity where you can now take the power and reach back to them inside of a 24 hour period, you know, that's the brand that you really want to present. Yeah. Because when you do that, you commit to this, you, you honor that micro commitment and you're actually building trust with them through the mechanism of buying yourself like some time. And I realized that I was not doing that on a really regular basis. And I had a few conversations with folks over the past you know, few months and realized that inadvertently I was doing that. I was breaking these like micro commitments. And I mm. thought, geez, how can I, how can I, how can I fix this? I always go back to communication. That's, that's the first place I always start when I'm trying to troubleshoot something on like, how do I improve, you know, close rate? How do I improve customer service? How do I improve client care? How do I improve my sphere of social influence? The first step I always look at is communication. Hmm. Is there a way that I can communicate better? Is there a way that I can communicate clear? Are people understanding me the way that I think that I think that they're understanding me? What What can I do to be not necessarily just like more efficient, but but show up? in the way that I would want someone to show up. So that that's become my fifth non-negotiable that hour before I have to leave to uh, to follow up with all of the missed messages that I've had over the prior 24 hours. And I'm finding a little bit of success sometimes like moving that time slot around if, if it so seems to fit my calendar. But I'll tell you one thing, and, and I'm sure that everyone on the call and yourself probably experience this quite often during the day. You find yourself transitioning in between projects or tasks or meetings and you're burdened with this and maybe you're not burdened by it (laughs) it burdens me but like i got six minutes until this next thing's gonna start Mm -hmm. and that is not enough time to like do anything like realistic as far as like other projects are concerned Mm -hmm. but i also like now i'm burdened with the fact that like i'm just gonna burn six minutes like what is this like this happens four times a day that's a half an hour you know what i'm saying so in that six minutes Push-ups. Push yeah, it's true. You can do push-ups <laughs> if you want. So I'm trying to commit to myself that when I recognize those moments, ah, this is the moment where I go, I pull up my phone, I go back to calls, or mm. I go to unread text messages, and who do I have an outstanding message with? And I address it right then and there. And I'm finding myself experiencing a heightened sense of rapport with the folks that I am getting back to in less than 24 hours. And sadly, there's so many people in... Like, that are in professional sales roles that don't do a good job of getting back to people on a, in a timely mm-hmm. basis. And so when you do, you just look great. And I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised at like how many people have been like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you got back to me so fast. Or I really appreciate that. Or they give me some sort of like gratitude right now. I'll tell you right now that when I experienced that, I'm like, geez, I haven't been doing this for years. Like how many people have I bothered or offended mm. or fallen short of the experience that I thought I was providing because I hadn't gotten back to them in some like timely like way. Yeah. And, and so it's helped me get business. It's, it's helped me again, deepen relationships because the micro commitments that we, you know, give to ourselves when we honor them, that helps ourselves and our mentality, but mm-hmm. the micro commitments that we give to others when we honor them as well, helps deepen that relationship too. You know, when I'm looking at your five, I can see kind of a symmetrical balance between self-care and care for others. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really good note when one of our champs or anyone listening is thinking about building their non-negotiables. They understand that it's about prioritizing self-care and like you just mentioned, showing up for others. So in, in summary, your five were 
uh, coffee and journaling each day and you dig into the <laughs> daily stoic. Yeah. Um, for me, I have something similar. I don't do as much daily stoic reading as you do, but I do journaling. I do a lot of future self envisioning planning. And then I spend, I dig really deep into the thought leaders in AI technologies and brand mm. strategies and production like that. So, you know, one of the people that you and I follow, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, I one time heard him talk about utilizing that time before you get going on the day to set your mindset to fill it with growth before you fill it with noise, mm. you know, which is like the main temptation of, okay, I'm up you know, I'm making this coffee. I'm barely here. Why don't I just throw on Instagram real quick or like pop into YouTube, see if there's a new F1 show or a new thing about Lord of the Rings that I can watch, you know, something stupid like that to just waste my space instead of fill it with good energy and good thought. Yeah, really what you're talking about, Daniel, is the difference in the motivational types that you approach life with, avoid right. or approach, right? Mm -hmm. And if you have that avoidance mentality and those of you that are the champs inside of the Small Wins Academy, you can go into the mindset section in the one and plus journey and go listen to that uh, that little tidbit. But you know, your ability to recognize that how you're spending your time is in an approach for the goals and the orientation that you mm -hmm. want for life, or you're just avoiding it and you're and you're not really headed in any direction at all. This that's just like a wasted time. It's dead time is what the Stoics would call it. Right. Yeah. So, so it was journaling then five texts a day, leave by five, connect with extended family once a day, and then your four to five o'clock follow-up on your miscommunications, which sounds like it might be something that interferes with the leave by five sometimes. It does. But <laughs> you that's land that saying, one like, call at five at 4.53 and the person finally answers. Yeah, it's not taking me an hour anymore because I'm I'm impl imp implementing it in those like dead times during the day. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the folks like, you can guys, you can just get this done with a simple text message. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the text message is, I, it's not that like I'm trying to address the fire in that moment because I know I've only got six minutes, like, like you need to open a can of worms before you step into this other meeting. Mm -hmm. But it could be setting the intention of like when you actually can't communicate to them. I ignored the call. It went somewhere. Hey, you know what? I'm, I am actually free tonight at 830 after I get my kids down. If you're willing to do the phone call, then I can do it. You know, some people, they have a hard no to doing phone calls once they leave the office and go home, you know, mm -hmm. but I present that as an option sometimes for myself when I know it's better or I schedule for the next day or something like that, you know? So earlier when we were talking about five texts a day, we had somebody share with us. I've talked about and learned about sending five handwritten cards a day. That is some top level. That is commitment. to that's others. Also, uh, that's also some commitment to some marketing dollars too. Cause you got to spend money on, the money on the cards. On Sam. So those of you that are listening, we're, we're taking uh, questions from the, yeah, that was a comment Facebook. from one of our <laughs> one of the champs watching. But yeah, man, um, five, I mean, handwritten cards a day. Yeah, I, you know, that would be that's next level. That's next yeah. level. Well, last week when we got into non-negotiables, we kind of challenged our champs and our listeners to kind of define some of their own. Now that Ian spent some time diving into his, and we've seen his five, and we've seen that there's a balance between self-care and showing up for others. This week, we want to continue to challenge you to define yours and prioritize your non-negotiables into your daily lives. We'd love for you to share in the private Facebook group what some of those non-negotiables are. Our private group for the champs is a place to refine those non-negotiables and get some feedback and encouragement from others. So um, we'd love to see the communications there. And as we wrap it up, I just want to remind everyone that being a part of the Small Wins Academy is because you're looking for a place where entrepreneurs unite, ignite their confidence, and learn from industry experts in each other while we foster a vibrant community that empowers success and growth. And we think non-negotiables is a great place to start for that. If you're yeah. not in the Small Wins Academy, but you're looking for that type of empowerment, if you're looking for that uniting your mind and igniting your confidence, give non-negotiables a shot. 
you will find transformations. Ian, I love I love the saying, if it's stupid, but it works, it's not stupid. Yeah. So maybe that's the thought that, that we leave people with today. Any yeah. Ian, any last words before we jump off? You know, non-negotiables is a, a proof in the pudding that, you know, small wins build success. Stoked to get to share that and uh, love to hear what other people have on their list. All right. We'll see you next time on the Small Wins Podcast. Are you in control of sales, business development, or growth for an organization or everything because you're in control of the entire company? What we know is there are no obstacles you'll face in your business and entrepreneurial journey that someone hasn't already solved. You can find those people and solutions at the Small Wins Academy. Let's face it, every successful organization started with just one person. So why not join our community of like-minded entrepreneurs who know that the cost of entry to the Small Wins Academy is more than worth the value that you'll receive. Seeing is believing. So go to smallwinsacademy.org now. Watch our video and let us show you how Small Wins Academy builds success.